This is Tuesday, April 12th. It's been tough to watch the destruction and devastation taking place in Ukraine. Part of our grief has been that we know Ukrainians, and for their lives to be shattered and nation destroyed is so disheartening. To see life choked off from Ukraine reveals how much we human beings need saving and how our human plans to bring life and peace to the world, well, to put it bluntly, they failed. It seems that as history develops, whenever we have become hopeful about a more peaceful future, we are reminded about how stuck we human beings are. This is what we looked at on Sunday. The way of peace we do not know. Some of the most painful stories of war are the stories of parting. Most men have been banned from leaving the Ukrainian country. They've been asked to stay and fight or stay and provide much-needed support to everyone else. So imagine saying goodbye to your wife and children at the train station, not knowing whether you will ever see them again, and not knowing what will happen and how the war will come to an end. How gut-wrenching is that? As we're reading about the last night Jesus had with the disciples before going to the cross, we discover we are overhearing a long goodbye. Jesus told the disciples that he would be leaving them. This is from the end of John chapter 13, verse 36 to 38. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered him, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow afterward. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Truly, truly, I tell you, the rooster will not crow till you have denied me three times. Now this exchange happens toward the end of the Passover meal. Jesus informs the disciples of his imminent departure, and Peter just cannot accept this. He wants to be with Jesus. Peter wants to know where Jesus is going. Jesus does not answer the where question. Peter is not ready to hear the answer to that. Besides Peter, well, he can't go with him anyway. Instead, he answers the when question. There is a time coming when Peter will join him. Jesus doesn't give him a date. He only says, after this, sometime later, but it will happen. Now we might wonder, why didn't Jesus take his disciples along? His plan is to continue his work of bringing the good news of peace to the world. As we will see, Jesus prepared his disciples for a mission. Later, when he meets them on the other side of the cross and resurrection, he sends them into the world with the message of of his forgiveness. He opens the way for peace to flower between human beings divided by lifelong strife. As we think of the intelligence of human beings, the astounding gifts and creativity that God has given to us, we strain to believe that we've been stuck from the beginning. As when Cain killed his brother Abel, Sin crouched at the door of his life, desiring control over him. This conflict between evil and good, light and darkness, is the defining characteristic of our world and our lives as human beings. 
I have yet to read a significant story that does not have this battle at the heart of it. Once again, during Lent, or this season running up to Easter, I am working through J.R.R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings trilogy. The story depicts a struggle for the control of Middle-earth, the struggle of good against evil. The Dark Lord Sauron desires to find and wield the Ring of Power so that he can extend his evil rule to the entire world, casting all of life in the shadow of his domination and evil. He has mustered his forces, and he will do whatever it takes for victory and absolute rule. We might go through the story and insert different names and details, but it seems as if the plot line is reappearing over and over again. We realize that Tolkien is not telling the story of orcs and hobbits. He's actually telling our story. Do you know he published this his trilogy in the years after World War II, when the world remained in shock over the violence and power of evil? Today the war is different, but the story is the same. The thirst for power and rule. You see, everything in the ministry of Jesus showed the utter weakness of these kingdoms and their rulers and showed the power of his weakness. That night, as Jesus speaks with the disciples, Peter tells of his own power play. He won't let Jesus be taken. He'll die with Jesus if need be. Now, of course, we know what came out of that. Peter ended up denying Jesus, denying the one he swore to defend and protect. And you see... This is the picture of why all of us need grace. Only the love of God and the forgiveness that comes through the cross of Jesus can change our story. And this is why the coming of Jesus, the cross and resurrection of Jesus, is the hope for our world. Jesus defeats sin and death, and by his love he empowers us for a life of love as well. Let's pray. Faithful and ever-loving God, this time of year, the orchids bloom and the flowers show their faces. The rain reminds us that beauty is coming. Thank you for Jesus and the hope that life has come into our world, that there is new life that is available in him. And we pray in his name. Amen.